Man, I had my shit washed in, bro, big time. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains within the sound of silence In restless dreams I walked alone streets of cobblestone Neath the halo of a street lamp I turned my collar to the cold and damp When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light It split the night And touched the sound of silence Welcome back. It is the Malcolm Go Podcast, episode 50, Tyler. Now, January, January, what day is it? September 26, 2018. Not a a great start for me. Ugly game, ugly start to the podcast. What the hell's going on out here? I don't play defense. What the fuck is going on with this football team right now? A disaster. I fucking... Beside myself, it's a disaster. It honestly, the wide receiver issues are way. It's a much bigger problem. There's than a I lot more were. that's a problem than just the wide receiver problem. But the start like that is killing the offense. I can't even start. I'm just going. I'm going straight to the panic. I'm slamming the panic button this week. I'm fucking slamming it. Uh, I don't think it's panic button time. Really. How can you not be panicking? I'm. Literally out of my fucking skin, crawling out of my skin. I have the... I'm thinking all the craziest thoughts. It's conspiracy theory time, Tyler. I'm going loony. Well, I'm fucking... Th- are the, are the, fire us up. Are the, Let's go. Are the Brady-Belichick things, are they real? Who knows? Do they hate each other? Does Gronk hate the team? He's saying he didn't want to be traded. He was supposed to be traded by, to Detroit, and that comes out on Sunday. All this crazy Gronk shit. Gronk loves the team. Oh, yeah. He loves the team. Oh, he's fucking. He said that he he's only playing for Brady. His dumb brother was goes on fucking Boston radio and says that he's pissed off that the wide receivers stink and he can't get open. And uh, yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, he don't say that, but I don't know. Whatever. It's it's a everyone. Know, it just here's what I'm banking on. Edelman solves. All these problems. There's not a chance that this guy comes in on a white horse and saves a 32-year-old wide receiver coming off a torn ACL is not walking in here. Him and a fucking weed addict, a guy that can't stop smoking weed, are going to save this team. Let me ask you a question. How do they save the defense? How? Defense is an issue, but it's not like... They got run over by a team that got blown out at home by the Jets and a team that fucking got ran up. The score should have been 13 to 10 at halftime if they have like Edelman on third and five and they don't run or third and three or whatever and they give the ball off to uh, James White and he gets tackled and that's they the had a field goal. They, that game could be a lot. All these games aren't. They're getting, let, me give, let me give you a stat real quick. The Patriots under Bill Belichick and Tom Brady or not even Tom Brady, just Bill Belichick coaching Patriots have never started a game with three straight three three and outs. Never. Yeah, it's In the great. history of the team with it's Belichick as the head coach. Obviously not never. ideal. <laughs> they did it against Detroit, a team with a defense that is mediocre at best. The Midway Monsters? That's they, what, I that's don't know. They fucking stink. They, their defense was giving up almost 200 yards rushing per game, and the Patriots look like... I don't even know what they were. They were getting blown over completely, bowled yeah. over. I mean, losing I, like a Jeremy Hill really was a bigger loss than it. it it's a huge like loss. He was a guy that was going to come in and be a, a fucking monster, and he was going to be the lead back. Everyone else was going to be 
basically an offshoot, you know, a running, you know, yeah. I'm going to give him a he breather. He was going to get 18 to 20 carries a game. Right. Sony Michelle was supposed to come in. And get six to yes. 10. That guy and can't catch And then hopefully blow it up. Shit. He can't catch. He runs the wrong routes. He fucking... He sucks in the passing game. He sucks. He does. And James White is going to be... He's going to be getting Eddie George level fucking carries. Like, he's going to be the next, like... You remember Larry Johnson when he was on the Kansas City Chiefs? They gave him, like, 400 carries one season. That's what James White's going to be. He's going to be 1999 level Marshall Falk because they're going to be firing him the ball constantly now. But... I don't know if you've been following the Patriots today. This is Wednesday night. Um, Burkhead's going on IR, which That's brutal, brutal. He was in, he played all four phases, three phases where he played in, I think every kicking game, uh, and he got hurt his neck on the kickoff. I didn't even know he got hurt, uh, during the game. I mean, he was, they said it, but it was like, Oh, he, you know, he's talking to the trainers. Like, we don't really know what's going to happen with him. Blah, he's blah, their blah. best tunnel screen guy. He's their best pure runner between the tackles right now. What? I mean, Michelle will probably get better over time, but right now, Burkhead, yeah. Burkhead's the guy. He can do, yeah. Well, at what cost do you think uh, it would be to get Le'Veon Bell? Impossible. It would be impossible. It's not even a relevant question. You would have to, that whatever the cost would be, it would be double for the Patriots to get Le'Veon Bell from the Steelers. I guess that's true. The Steelers yeah. wouldn't give him up. The, the Steelers consider the you know the num- their number one competition in the AFC is the Patriots, right? Why are you going to trade them to that? organization ever it's never gonna happen and plus the Patriots would never pay him they wouldn't they pay just him, drafted so a first round running back yeah um I don't I don't I'm I don't usually don't panic like I didn't panic last year I was a little annoyed with the team but I didn't panic the first four weeks this feels I was like different. the defense sucked it feels different and that's what everyone keeps saying oh it feels different it feels different but it does feel different they don't before the fucking offense was still scoring 30 points you know what I mean yeah this team has completely collapsed well, both waiting. sides of the ball. I'm just waiting for Edelman. Until I see a, them be this bad with Edelman, then I'll agree. But They won't be that bad, and Gordon will help too. He'll take some coverage from Gronk, and if not, they'll fucking f- fire the ball up to him because Brady seems to be at fucking at his en- wit's end. He's just well, lobbing he, the ball up at fucking double coverage at the end of the games now. He can't Well, that yeah, he was fucking just so annoyed that game. Nobody Nothing. he's fucking throwing his helmet. I mean, his body language is crazy. Where is the toughness on this team? That is a Patriots hallmark. Yeah. Toughness going on the road, bullying opponents. They're not doing any of that. They're getting fucking embarrassed. There was one play this game when you're like, "Oh, this feels like a a team that's playing football." It was when Dijak Wise had that sack. Yeah. And he got up, he was flexing, he was fired up. He was the only one. That, I think everyone was talking about how the team had no energy, even on the broadcast. Terrible. No. And then, you know, they came out of halftime and Dietrich, it must have been brought up because there was no reason because he was like overacting it. You know what yeah. I mean? I hate that too. And then trying to force it. He was bit. forcing and, the energy. And, but it worked. It was like, because that's how dead they were. Yeah. So one guy trying to get fired up kind of worked. It just doesn't feel, they, they seem like, um, yeah, they seem too mechanical. They're not playing the game. They look they're like they're playing preseason. Yeah. Like they're they're going half speed against fucking professional football players and they're yeah. getting blown off the ball. I mean, the, the offensive team. line was brutalized by the Detroit's defensive line. The the the, the Patriots defensive line supposed to be the strongest Exactly. Supposed to be the strongest uh, unit on the team was getting dominated the by front, Detroit's offensive line. Dominated. The front I mean, they were 7 is bad. There was holes I would have been running through for five, seven yards. Hightower can't move he, anymore. He runs like he has like a muscular dystrophy. Like he just can't extend. His knees don't bend. His legs just stay straight. I don't know he what happened. Fucking- he had a shoulder injury. Yeah. Right? And he was out for a year with a shoulder injury. I don't know why he came back and he's the fucking slowest person on the planet. He doesn't extend. He's like, like a sloth. Yeah. I, you can't see him. He, he does that move like when you're trying to like... When you're running full speed as like an old fat guy and you use your arms as like windmills, he can't play turn. linebacker anymore. He's no, and he and he's he's a decent DN, but he's not even that great at that. Like he doesn't do anything. Well. He's and they're oh, he the lost he who, lost the green dot to Jawan Bentley, who now the Patriots lost him. So Hightower is going to be calling the defense again. They can't move him to middle linebacker like they used to because no. he's not fast enough. He can't fucking play in space anymore. 
I'll tell you. He who... looks like a 35 year old, not a 26 year old, or whatever he is. How old is he? He's young. I mean, he's probably 27, 28. No, he looks 34. He looks 40. I'll tell you who can play. I'm a man. I'm 40. Who had a fucking game? Uh, what's that from? Oh, that, that was the Oklahoma State coach. He's 28 years old. Oh, Jesus. That's my age. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, that's, You're just I, as fast as him. I run the same as him, though. To be fair, my knees really start hurting after a couple sets in tennis. But, uh, but the only one who looked good was Roberts. Roberts was laying fucking sticks. Yeah, he game. was hitting. He was out there hitting. He's now he your whole defense now. You've got ten thousand fucking defensive ends and defensive tackles. I mean, you look at the roster. There's like twelve of them. I swear to God, everybody's a defensive end or yeah. defensive tackle. You had one middle linebacker, and it was Jawan Bentley. Now he's on IR, and you got there's nobody in practice squad. There's a Landon Roberts only. He's left by himself on an island. He can't get hurt, or you got nobody else. It's how, fucking, you're riding or dying with a Landon Roberts as your middle linebacker. He has to be your leading tackler now. How much how do you, you feel trust about him that? after a guy who's been in two Super Bowls? He's played a ton in the past couple of years with all the injuries. It, he still can't shit? cover. He can run downhill, and he picks and shoots gaps that aren't supposed to be picked and shot. He, he, find, he gets tricked very easily. I, I, that's what I don't understand. It's like, how can you not... Like, as a linebacker, figure out when you're supposed to be coming a running back. Like, you're, it's the same guy you're trying to tackle. He's just doing something a little different, and you can't fucking figure that out. Like, I don't know. We'll find out. But I, I was so disappointed with the run defense in this game. Yeah. I mean, you've got Danny Shelton, Malcolm Brown, uh, Lawrence Guy, stu- giant good defensive line. I mean, Danny Shelton's fucking 500 pounds. He's getting thrown to the side like he doesn't like he's me. Oh, and Butler. What's the number? Yeah, seven? Adam Butler. Adam Butler, who was decent. He's a pass rusher at best. They're just from the inside. So, in the secondary, they were just getting didn't look manhandled. That, the secondary got and Gilmore got beat on that one play, which it looked like it was a little bit of confusion. But besides that, secondary like they didn't play bad either. It's just this a lot. No pass rush, and I hate to be, and I always bring it up. I'm not a fucking pass rush truther, but it was serious in that game. I mean, there was not, there was nobody getting to the quarterback. I mean, Matt Stafford had all day. I mean, there was nothing the defense could do. There's nothing the secondary could do. I mean, he's just picking you apart. He's sitting back there. Yeah, they got quick receivers. He's gonna complete passes. They have good, and the Lions didn't really get a pass rush, but eventually Brady was getting sacked because if you sit there for eight seconds, eight seconds. And they double cover your best player. Yeah, there's nobody to throw I'm to. I'm just not giving up yet until Edelman comes back. Because once he comes back, I want to see what he can do. No, this team was in the Super Bowl with the same fucking roster, almost the same roster, right? They they had almost they no lost. nothing on defense changed. Besides, you lose Malcolm Butler, who barely fucking was serviceable last year, which everyone nobody brings up. I mean, he was decent. He was like he a was good, yeah. he was an average at best cornerback last year, but. but they lose him. Yeah, but he's like kind of like the energy guy on defense. Okay, that's so he's the guy who's getting people fired up. He's and doing that swagger, fucking walk. Offense, he's punching people. In offense, offense you, lose you lose Amendola, Nate Solder, and Dion Lewis. No, I mean with and the you, biggest guy. You're missing the biggest guy. The number Cooks? one receiver last year. Yeah, Cooks. Yeah, that, that was the Patriots' dumb decision. That was yeah. their decision to make. They could have just sat on him for another year. They could have had him this him? year for eight well, they million. They got win for him. They got an offensive. Line. Yeah, great. He was on IR. Yeah, a lot of help. Just sucks. No, I mean, that's kind of unlucky. Yeah, it's I just, mean they just keep losing the guys in the wrong spots. Like even losing Chung is a fucking killer. Yeah, Chung and He'll Flowers missing that game. That, I felt like they could have played last week. I mean they weren't. Pra- they were practicing today, both of them. So they had full practice. They, this they went into this game, they like they do before. Were they? Want to give guys a rest because they think they could beat these fucking teams. Yeah, you know what I mean. They'll let they'll leave they'll purposely leave an injured player or someone hurting player out of the game because they think they could just beat teams anyway. They couldn't beat the fucking Detroit Lions. No, their offense looks bad. Bad. Like I said, the, I'm trying they, to remember what they did against Houston that was so good. They didn't do anything that was so good. Houston just stinks. I couldn't. They stink. They're zero and three. That that win yeah, looks worse and worse every single week. I thought that that was a top AFC team. Well, I I think everybody did though. I'm not the only one. Who was Houston lost to? They lost to us. They lost to a good Giants team, underrated Giants team. Underrated Giants team. Yeah, the Giants should be three and zero right now. I don't think so. And they, I think they, they lost to Tennessee. Beat the Jaguars. Maybe. 
When the Jaguars lost to the Titans 9-6, to what does that tell you? They fucking couldn't score on Tennessee. No, but that, a was, touchdown. A, such a, that was such an obvious, like, big game against the Pats. They played the best game in their lives. This is back-to-back games now where the other team is— this is the biggest game of the year. Which Jaguars' biggest game of the year was against the Patriots, and the Detroit's biggest game of the year is going to be against the Patriots. I, I don't. Yeah, I understand that, but the Patriots haven't lost two games in a row since I think 2012. And I guess they're used to that happening to them. All it's the all they're down. always the targeted team, and that's yeah, where the toughness like is. Yeah. Where is the toughness? There's no balls to this team. The they, Patriots they, always have balls. Well, there's no personality. There's nothing. It seems like they're just they're they're like. I don't know, numb to the game. They're, they're, not, they're not showing any energy. They're just like going out there and well, thinking they could win on talent alone. I still as Herb Brooks says, you don't have enough talent to win on talent alone. <laughs> I still don't understand that if uh, if if Gronk is getting double covered, why can't you just force the ball to him like they did week one? He was getting double covered, and he was making great plays. Like At some point, just say, fuck it. I'm gonna throw Fire it, it to some guy who's already covered and probably can't make a play. I don't know. Maybe it's or anticipation. I'll throw a guy who's double covered and make a. I'll, I'd rather throw to Gronk double covered. I think Brady's too smart and he doesn't want to turn the ball over because I mean the odds of him making ridiculous catches like he did in Week One are slim. He's not gonna just always do that. I don't know. The run offense was just as is. bad. You can't you can't throw to Gronk without play action. No. I mean, and the offense couldn't run. The Malcolm Brown. Just go, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm, uh, I mean, what's his name? Fucking Shaq Mason. I don't know why I got that confused. Shaq Mason just got a humongous extension, and he got blown off the ball by Ricky John Francois. Ricky John. Where'd he go? A a a certified journeyman at best. Yeah. He was on the Patriots last year for five minutes. That's where, yeah. And he was pretty good, but he's a journeyman at best. I mean, he was off the street when the Patriots signed him. The the, the, uh, the the offense, I mean, they were forcing the ball to Sony Michelle. They're running stretch runs on third and one. That was no, awful. They did it. They're, they're hurrying up the offense, and then they're, they're going full hurry up. They run down all the field. They run down the field. They get like 60, 70 yards, and then they hurry up on third and one to run the stretch play again. I didn't get that at all. It was such a bad fucking call. So this was part fucking McDaniel's fault. This was Brady's fault. That's not Sony Michelle's fault that he can't get a third and one. No, that they're, wasn't. They're that was running a bad. stretch play. The linemen are getting blown off the ball. Brady should have checked it. McDaniel should have called a different fucking play. Brady I mean, does feel frustrated. Like he looks. Did you see not him? Because they're losing. And like, I'm not. I hate being. I hate being fucking. Uh, I hate being the body language observer. But like oh Brady is God. bad body language. He's out there. He's. Like he, he just looks disgusted with the team, and I understand he really wants to win, and he's uber competitive, but he looks just disappointed in the team. Like, who the fuck are these yeah. guys he's got me playing with? It, honestly, I the body language thing is the language thing is the fucking worst. Like that is the segment that used to do on O'Reilly, and then yeah. be like, how do you think this guy feels as he's giving the finger, yelling, "Fuck!" Yeah. I think that's bad body language. Like we, we well, get it. Like I, it's it's. It's a toss-up what I hate more, body language observer or Instagram uh, like police. If you, you oh, my God. If you see someone that, uh, like, Gronkowski likes a Danny Amendola picture that no says, shit. like, something anti-Patriots or something, like, it's so, it's so hate the, an, the, uh, the Instagram like police. Those are the worst. Ben no. Volan from the Boston Globes, notorious for that. I'm always accidentally liking things on fucking Instagram. <laughs> Nazi, Nazi <laughs> memorabilia. Yeah. You know how many of my ex-girlfriend's fucking photos have accidentally liked? <laughs> About a hundred percent of them. <laughs> added. What's that one that you can you you can add it to like your to keep it forever? Mm-hmm. There was like a little button. I always press that by mistake. Um, and as bad as the run defense was, the pass defense was just as bad. I mean, they were they, the Patriots. Forget about third down. I forget about getting a team to fourth down to punt. They couldn't even get the Lions to fucking third down. It's they were giving up five seven yard plays every first down every fir- every first. Down. I don't. So you obviously like you're like the secondary blah blah blah. But I think it's the linebackers. They're so slow. And they can't. No one can cover. None. None. High Tower is. He's. It, he's just bad. Like he's a bad player right now. He doesn't look he's like ready not to play. Healthy or or what the fuck is going on? Like when your best most reliable linebacker is now Kyle Van Noy, 
it's a problem. He was, and he's by far the best. Yes, like Hightower, he should be on the. He he's Bentley, like, Bentley was your best, and Mayo a, was at the end of Mayo's career. He was a first down linebacker only. Yeah, and he was a lot better than what Hightower is at doing just that. Yes. Mayo was so good at knowing how to stop Mayo. the run. I mean, Mayo he was, was like awesome. Le- he was that's what who Bentley reminded me of, and it's yeah. not just they they both wore fifty one. He looked he they looked like they played the same brand of football. Yeah, Fuck that it. It just that big body could take on a hit. Fucking and Mayo get. could cover. Mayo, Mayo could play thir- three downs. Especially early in his career, he was yeah. fucking awesome. He was awesome. And then I don't know, it's something about Hightower and Van Noy. It's it's depressing. That the team has devolved so bad that the loss of a fifth round rookie linebacker is like a fucking disaster for this team. Now, it's literally a it's a gigantic disaster for the defense that they lost their defensive leader now because he was wearing the green dot. He was calling the plays. The defensive quarterback. Well, because he was the guy who's on the field the most by yeah. far. He yeah. was fucking playing well. And you lose him. And he was a fifth-round pick this year. He, he's not a top-five pick. He isn't a fucking five-year veteran who's been playing all year or has been, been playing for five years, been what? pro bowler. He's a fifth-round pick rookie. And it's, it seems like the defense is going to be crushed with his loss. So You're back to where you were in the Super Bowl. That's same defense now. Well, so they—, they Obviously, like, they made that trade for Josh Gordon. Like, and that was, like, a glaring hole that everyone saw. And they kind of made a big move, but not giving up a lot at all. Like, that's no. a great trade. No risk trade. <laughs> you stop spilling shit in my house. <laughs> I already smashed a fucking Miller Lite bottle before we started. Uh, the studios are a fucking nightmare right now. Yeah. There's beer everywhere. Stinks like Miller Lite. Uh, do you see them doing? They have to do something on defense. It's almost like what are you going to do? You can't bring in. When have they ever brought in somebody, a mercenary, and it worked? Maybe Akib Talib. That's the only one I can no, think of. Um, that fucking D tackle who's now like the one of the best in the league. Like Akeem fucking, Hicks. Hicks is fucking awesome. You're talking. I mean, you're talking about so, defensive linemen and a cornerback, guys yeah. that could be told what to play. You can't bring in a middle linebacker in the middle of the season. He there runs the guys whole defense. Who can fucking play. Like he doesn't have. He could just Van Noy can run it, and just he could be next. Like they need to make a move. They need a linebacker. That, there's no. There's no doubt about it. I don't think they're gonna trade for somebody. There's that guy who plays linebacker in um, Cleveland, Jamie Collins. Maybe they go after fucking. Yeah, some someone God like that. Fucking damn it, the perfect fucking <laughs> defender for the past fucking this this new football that they just decided to get rid of because he was talking about money or whatever the fuck. He to was be in. fair. I haven't heard Jamie Collins' name since they traded him. No, obviously. But in the Patriots uniform, he could have been like a Hall of Famer. He was, he was that good in that The athletic. first three seasons or two seasons, he was really good. He and then, invented the jumping over the fucking he, offensive line. He was line. really good. And he was he, he just, I don't know. He's, the, the last season, when, before they traded him, he was doing whatever the fuck he wanted. He didn't play the defense yeah, he anymore. Great. They call him the ad-lib, ad-lib fucking Jamie Collins. So... But I'm, what about like flowers? Like getting rid of Marquis Flowers in the move, and you're like, why the fuck are you getting rid of this guy who's again the only one who could cover a crossing route? Getting someone who can cover someone, someone on the backfield. They, it's like a time and time again they get rid of these guys who are athletic who might not be smart enough. But it's like this is what the new football is. You I don't have know. Belichick to, plays this dumb fucking. He won't change his 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 ideal defense, which is fucking. Back to the 1980s yeah. Giants. He won't change it. No, it's he, it's the 3-4, three, 4-3 four, four, three fucking thumper linebackers, yeah. and that's it. You know, he doesn't change his ideals. He, like, he must He watch, won't change that defense. He, he refuses must watch to. those linebackers on Jacksonville and be like, these guys are fucking awesome. Jack and that fucking other dude, 50. Telvin or, Smith. He doesn't. Those guys get fucking bald. And it's like, how are you Miles, not seeing this? Miles Jack dropped in the draft. I remember it. Clear as day. Dropped in the draft. Like, I think he might have went in the second round. He was supposed to be like a top 10 pick, top 15 pick. He goes right. The Patriots, all they need is speed at linebacker. That's what they've been needing for three years is speed at linebacker. And Miles Jack just goes right past him. He didn't even want him. Could have had him. I don't get it. Like, Telvin Smith was like a fourth round pick. And there's no, like, it's the one position where 
there's never anyone young at it. Like Bentley was the young guy kind of came in, but like who have they brought in in the past fucking, I don't know, eight years that have been young, good line. Like, I don't know. They drafted two this year. One of them is on I, well, both of them on IR now. The Patriots have flowers. I still, that was a guy who I was like, this guy is going to be our starting outside linebacker, outside linebacker. And then on third down and they'll move him inside. He'll play fucking, he was fast. He ran, he's a, a linebacker that runs four, four. Fucking fast. Yeah, and he, and he could solid. tackle. He could he make was... plays. Like he would make plays on third down. And that's that's all the NFL is now. Anyway, it's it's well, it's all it's ever been. Getting off the field on third down. What else do you need more than a fucking running a linebacker who can run and tackle someone on one of these fucking dumb the easiest routes to catch of all time a crossing route. That kid, it's Grigsby, really the outside linebacker Gr- Grigsby. He's like Marcus Flowers, but they now they don't play him on defense. But he's basically the same player as Flowers. He's like a four-four linebacker. But Belichick won't put him on the field. I don't know. He's why. on the roster right now. Yeah, he's like their top special teamer. So this is like the next guy you'd. Expect he's got to be the guy to come up. He's All the right. only chance they so have. So there is something there. I'd never even heard of this guy, but that's good. To yeah, know. exactly. You, you might. You might as. It makes. Why would you hear of him? Belichick won't put him on the field. He only plays punt coverage. <laughs> you never hear about him. Which is, uh, uh, well, punt coverage is actually very important on this Patriots team. But uh, what Ebner does, I, Ebner. he just fuck. They keep putting him out there. They put him at middle linebacker on fucking third downs, and his head is spinning. Like he hasn't made a play. It's, he wouldn't know what to do. He's he's tough though. I'll give him that. He'll fucking go out there and play. I mean, that guy's not an NFL player. I mean, he's a. No, he's not. He's not like he's. Oh, he's, like five, he's like five. He's like five ten, two fifteen, rugby player, badass. Yeah, but, I mean, he doesn't Athletic, have the brain to play he can defense. Do shit, but he, he's not. No, he, can, he doesn't know how to play defense. No, he played. A, he like started playing football at Ohio State, like as a hobby. Yeah, and it, they Patriots drafted him. And they clearly could have probably signed him. Like, ro- like fucking Rogers isn't gonna just pick a guy like that apart or whatever. You no. whoever you have to play fucking later in the season, they have a tough schedule coming up. They well, have, it looks. Astronomically more difficult now with the team that they're fielding. Well, they have dumb Tannehill coming up. Like this, they should beat fucking Miami. They should beat Miami, but I don't know if they will. Miami is fucking. Miami has all this mojo right now where yeah. they think they're fucking great. They, they won three. Suck. They're three and zero. Oh. They've beaten. They pulled out a fucking hail mary. Who'd they beat this week? The Raiders. Yeah, in a bullshit fucking win too. The Raiders are dominating that game. They they fucking were losing at halftime. They beat the Jets. They beat the Titans. Two, yeah, Titans aren't great. Titans are fine. They're not good. Titans the beat Jets Jacksonville. Are the dumb Jets. I know, but that's a different game. I, like, right. It's like when the Jets beat the Patriots and the Jets go fucking 5 and 11. It's like, all right, congratulations. Yeah, it's the but division game is always fucked up. But I, the loss of Chung and Flowers, Flowers. was gigantic in yeah. that game. I mean, Chung brings you toughness, he brings you versatility. Flowers is the toughest, best player on your defense yeah. by far. Chung's like the guy who is going to be your other linebacker now. He's gonna, going to be down in the run, box yeah. all game, and he's too small. I mean, he'll be fast. I mean, he can cover line. He can cover uh, tight ends, but he's he, going to be he out there. He's going to be in the, the box game. full time. Yeah, he really is. He's going to be covering every run. And he back. already has a concussion this season. Ugh. So how's that going to go for you? It, honestly, though, they do make Flowers cover running backs out of the backfield a bunch. Like they're probably going to start having him do that, too. That's uh, that's. Uh, he did. I remember them doing that last year, and he was fucking lost like a kid in a candy store. I had no idea where the fuck he was. Just lost completely. He's wandering around in the flat, like, had no idea where to go, where the running back was doing, or why he was covering him. Well, it's, they have to figure out someone. Like, it's it's their biggest fault is, yeah, is third they, down. They, I hate to say, Bill the GM might have hurt Bill the coach this year with depth. And I hate the build a GM talk. But build a GM might have fucking hurt the depth in this team. Are they not? Are they the, not signing? Play, like what's? They signed some guy off the street today to play what? defensive end linebacker again. Like you have ten thousand. You need a middle linebacker is what no, you but need. Are they? Do they have a ton of cap space that they're not using? They have. Plenty of cap space. Yeah, they have like fifteen million dollars worth of cap space. But are they, they like high in trade? the league or is that average in the league? Like I'm not really. Oh, I think that they're like probably like the top ten in the league with cap space. So they're just Available. deciding not to spend the money on who? What are you going to spend it on? Do you get a trade for someone? You, who are you going to well, trade? You going to trade for a starting linebacker? You, you don't even have the. 
well, I mean, draft capital to give up. You ship out one of the best receivers in football in who because you didn't want to pay him. You get back a draft pick, and I get you. I you know Used I know you already. get someone good. What used it already? Yeah, and you get someone back good. I guess he got hurt, so that's you can't fault them for that. Yeah, but it's like. They have this money. Why didn't they try to sign someone? Why didn't they try to go out and get someone who would help the defense? What? Oh, do they think that this, these guys are good enough? I think on defense, Belichick thinks that he could supplement a you know one or two or, or three stars with eight average players or just below average players, coach them into his scheme and make any team good. So you'd rather take like. A guy who could stop the run, a guy who rush the passion, combo that into a guy who does both great. Yeah. I think that the Belichick get, prefers but- putting Stefan Gilmore out there with, uh, you know, he puts Stefan Gilmore out there with Trey Flowers and Devin McCourty and then fills it in with Adam Butler and Alandon Roberts. And well, I mean, I'm so, I don't and think, I think the that he, that's his like problem. defensive ideals. What? I don't think the secondary is a problem. Well, they don't have a chance because nobody's getting close to the quarterback, and they're basically not even getting to the secondary because they're running either running backs out of the backfield or uh, crossing routes in front of the linebackers. So the secondary doesn't even have a chance to make a play because they're only throwing five-yard dink and uh, dunk type plays. And now we're getting into a little like, but how much do you put of this on the defensive coordinator? I. I mean, it's the same defense that it was last year, so I don't see how it's even any different. It's the same Patricia run defense. The way you're gonna see the where you're gonna see what the defensive coordinator is worth is how he fixes it. Because last year Patricia fixed it and made the defense great up until the Super Bowl where they sucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean he they took they lost Hightower last year, uh, and then they went and had basically the same defense they have here. But they have Hightower now, who's slow, but they have Hightower now. So they're going to have this defense fix it. You know what the problems are. It's the same problems you had last year. Now you got to figure out where to put the guys best, how you're going to fix it. And Belichick will be involved with that. This is where you're going to see where Brian Flores is made of, or what, if he knows what the fuck yeah. he's doing. I mean, he was in, he's, he was in the uh, meetings all last year watching yeah, Patricia like, fix it. He's obviously, yeah, and probably he was just as involved as anyone in this. If you're making the defensive coordinator, him and they're sitting down together to solve. It's not like he, huh. he, he was just watching and just sitting there and didn't get to speak the whole day. Like, yeah. All right. I don't think that, I mean, the defense was awful this game, but they just got, the team just got outplayed. And so until I'm telling you. Two weeks in a row, though. Where's your toughness? I just. That's my hashtag of the week. Where is your toughness? The Jacksonville game, it's fine. I expected them to lose Jacksonville. Detroit I did not was expect them to lose in fucking Detroit. It was like a bit that. of a shocker. And the way they lost was worse. Okay, if you lose by a field goal at the fucking buzzer with a, against you know a good offense, um, I see you losing. You know, maybe you lose thirty-one twenty-eight at the buzzer or something. Somebody kicks a field goal to get blown out. By fucking Detroit, a team that you should always beat. I don't give a fuck what year it is. You should always beat Detroit and Matt Stafford, fucking 2001st Millennium's Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. I don't know. I just, Did I say 2001st? 21st? Whatever the fuck it is. I'm just, I'm just saying, until they get Edelman back, then you'll see what this team is all Listen, about. Listen, they went 3-1 and one without Brady. How can you go... One and three, or two and two, without Edelman, it makes no sense. It's just—it's the same defense, same offense, everything. Was Brady spinning last year? No, two years two ago. Two years ago, yeah. But you went three and one without him. Could have went four and zero, oh, but Brissett had like a broken hand and was quarterbacking that last game. Couldn't even throw the ball. They had to run every play. Hmm. You got like shut out by the Bills. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, until you get Edelman back, I don't think you're even the offense. It's not even fair right now what they're, they're putting out there. No, the offense just looks like a bunch of ragtag college kids. I mean, people that were crying, say, were shit-talking Brandon Cooks last year, all last season, saying how he wasn't Randy Moss, he's not this fucking great, he's not that good, he's not that good, and then people that were happy that they shipped him out and he got paid somewhere else are crying for Brandon Cooks right now. I was saying that all last year. I'm like, I don't understand what the anger is with this guy. Like, why is there so much hatred to 
a guy who's going to have and he's lighting it up in a fucking thousand LA. yards and ten. He's touches. lighting it up in L.A. Oh yeah, kill to have him right now. Seriously, taking the top off the defense. Why do you think Gronk's covered so much right now? Because fucking Brandon Cooks could run down the field at a hundred miles an hour, get open, and catch every fucking sideline ball for a first down every single time they throw it to him. Yeah, they have no one who can run a sideline route. Not one person. Fucking Dorsett. I think he had zero catches this game. He had no. He got a drop. No contributions. Hogan had like maybe two catches. Brady has the least yards and completions to wide receivers this season. Yeah, I mean, honestly, James White is—is is he signed long term? Because someone's yeah, gonna snag is. him. Yeah, he's got like three years. They signed monster. him long term last year. Yeah, he but is a beast. I think Belichick loves him too much to ever let him go. No, he's and they too need good. him. He's like I said, he's going to be 1999 Marshall Falk. He's going to get ten catches and fucking ten carries a game now. I mean, to a lesser. Uh, talent level and a lesser lesser extent. I mean, he's not going to get twenty catches and twenty carries a game. He's going to get he's going to get at least ten catches a game and well, Michelle five is in uh, Michelle. He's in trouble if they don't fuck it because now every single time he gets on the field, they're going to well, he can only run the ball. Yeah. He can't go for a pass and he can't block. He can so, block pretty good. I'll give him he can he can block. He's a good, but he can't he can't run routes and he can't catch. It's really destroying the offense. You can't you can't put him out there unless you're going to run. And he every time you go out there, you know he's going to get the ball cuz he was getting the ball every single time he was on the field. He had like 36 touches or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. What do you think happens uh going into Miami? What's the changes on offense? Like what are they going to do? I think they're going to have Gordon out there for one. Yeah. I think he's going to be starting and he's going to be running fucking down the field all game. And if they double cover Gronk, Brady's going to be lobbing him up to Gordon all game. Well, if you watch the way Ryan Fitzpatrick plays, he, he's close to 40. He's been in the league for fucking ever, it feels like. He doesn't give a fuck. He just, just throws bombs, bombs into double coverage. Like, Brady should be at that point right now where he's just saying, fuck it. Like, stop trying to do this methodical fucking play. Just say fuck it and start throwing balls up. Just... I, can't do that though. It's it. Your whole offense, the, everything he's been taught is ball control, ball control. You win games because you don't turn the ball over, and that's why Brady doesn't throw in dumb passes all the time. He do, He's fucking been doing it. But how often can you sit there and go through all your reads and get sacked? Like, at some point, all right, go through your reads. Oh, let's go back to Gronk who's well, double covered. Well, Fuck that's it. why I think Gordon's going to be huge this week. I mean, if Maybe Gordon goes the out guy. there, they're going to have fucking. Single coverage on either him or Gronk, one of the two. So it's going to be pick your poison. And then when Edelman gets back, they're going to be fucking single coverage on three of them. You can double cover Gronk and Gordon and just leave single coverage on all these other three idiots and be fine. Quarterback, no, you won't be able to because you're going to have to fucking... Rush four, seven drop back, double, double, three left. Yeah. And just say, fuck it. James White will be wide open all day. Well, I guess it would James White who would be the guy. I don't know. Um, I'm just. There's just a. It was such a disappointing game. It was just pathetic. The Patriots. They've started slow before. They were one and two in 2012, um, but I just don't remember them being dominated like this. Like, have you ever seen them dominated? I, the pa- the Brady Patriots have never been dominated. Maybe 2002. Well, they was lost, the last time that they were the dominated. Year Brady's they second lost year at Miami. Uh, when they played zone the whole time with Revis and Browner. Yeah. And then they came back and beat Oakland at home only on a Vince Wilfork interception. Yeah, in 2014. Yeah, and they looked and like shit. They and Oakland was terrible that and year. And they got destroyed by Kansas City. Yes. So it's like this not, is, But it's not the same. This is your on to Cincinnati moment right now. A little bit, but it's like it's a different... It, the, the talent isn't the same. Seven year on to Cincinnati. Right on target. We're missing just some. It's just the injuries are, are fucking brutal right now. They this lost early. They had eight draft picks. Six of them are on IR. One of them is fucking Danny Etling, who's your practice squad quarterback, and the other ones. Or no, sorry. So you got uh, whatever. Maybe it's five of eight. So you got Sony Michelle, Danny Etling, who's your practice squad quarterback, and Keon Crossan, a, a cornerback that. Got on one, had one play and had a 17-yard catch against him. What's up with Duke Dawson? He's on IR. He's done? No, he, well, he's on IR. You can bring two players back from IR now. So that's 
good news for probably Rex Burkhead and Duke Dawson, I would think. Jawan Bentley was putting an Instagram post together today that seemed like he was pretty much done, though. What happened to him? I don't know. They didn't say. Uh, that's it's fucking couldn't. I, I don't even know where he got hurt. He got like f- somebody fell on him at uh, the end of the game, like four minutes left in garbage time. I mean, uh, another week. This offense just fucking struggles, and it's hard to watch. Gronk's doubled all game. He can't move. Um, Gronk, is, he's still getting the Gronkowski treatment. They're 15 yards downfield with tagging. hands all over him, yeah. and it's nothing Tugging ever. his jersey You can't constantly. do that to anyone 15 yards downfield. No, he has his own rules. Everyone knows it's it because he's bigger ridiculous. and stronger than everybody. It's bullshit. I hate, I hate, I hate the offense when he's fucking heaving it up. I hate, he threw it one to Gronk, was it just a fucking underthrow. Brady's deep balls have been off all, all year. I just don't think he trusts anybody on this offense besides Gronkowski and James White. He, I don't, and maybe Chris Hogan, but Chris Hogan can't get open. But yeah, he can't get open. He's been fucking locked down all year. And even then, to like. bums, bums. It, well, while he, Dorsett is just fucking. He's just so streaky. He's either like looks like awesome or he's just running the wrong routes. I know. He's I felt good dope. about him, and I felt good about him against Houston. And then he didn't do shit against Jacksonville. He did even less against Detroit. Looked worse. Patterson looks better than him still. I don't know. Patterson ran the wrong route, which made him fucking throw a horrible uh, roughing, not roughing the passer, intentional uh, grounding, intentional grounding, that awful intentional grounding during the game because Cordell Patterson. Ran the wrong route. He just looks like a guy that's going to run the wrong route yeah. all the time. He doesn't ever look. He's, Brady never wants to throw it to him. No. Unless it's behind the line of scrimmage to let him run around. There's no fucking way Brady's ever going to trust Patterson. Yeah. He, he, he is Joey Galloway-itis. He has no idea how to, this offense works. That ball that Brady threw to James White, though, was fucking perfect for the touchdown yes, pass. Yes, that was perfect. That was and one of his like, best throws I've seen in a long time. He put it on the back. He put it on the fucking shoulder of the defender. It literally dropped it right in perfectly. It was like, he was basically saying, like, I can still fucking do this. If, if you guys want to help me out. ever run a route, I, I don't have any problems throwing yeah. these balls. Like, they're fine. They're coming off my fingertips like nothing. He's a fucking legend. He was dro- he dropped that one. That was a crazy pick. I mean, you couldn't have not caught that. It, it was stuck perfect. in his gut. And it was perfect. It was great coverage and everything. He just, I don't know. I, I hate the lack of energy and the excitement. Belichick never has these teams. They always play, and he's even saying that like they're playing with good effort. But I don't even see that. Belichick saying they're playing. You know, they're playing with good. We're playing with good enough effort. And the energy will come with big plays. But I don't even see them playing with b- good effort. They look I like they're can lazy. See that a little bit where it's like, yeah, they have no energy because what the fuck would you get fired up for when? Teams are running first down, six-yard run, second down, five-yard run, first down. Like, they just keep moving the ball down the field. And why are you going to get fired up? I don't know. But the first but they four... just don't seem like they come out with any energy. So how the fuck can you... Brady you, is... They expect Brady to carry this fucking team the first four weeks. But he can't because the fucking offense isn't any fucking good. The whole d- offensive weapons are... There's, you'll get... Sparks from James White, your running back. You can't get big plays from your running back. I mean, he's a move the chains well, receiver. He's yeah, not he's a fucking. Not, he's yeah. not giving you forty yards a catch. No, he's not a fucking top deep five threat. running back in fucking football. He's not general. a deep threat either. He's not going to get he's you fucking solid, but he's not. Fucking so you're on third and you got third and fifteen. Who are you going to throw it to? You can't throw it to James White in the flat. You got somebody's got to get open. No, Danny Amendola was huge for that. And I'm yeah, not going to be this fucking but guy. I don't even think Amendola was that like much of a loss. I don't really see him being that intricate in the like, he, he would be plays, getting he 10 catches plays. a game these first 3 games. Yeah, maybe, but like he's he's not even close to as good as Edelman. No, he's not. But I'm just saying that that he that portion of the offense is massive that it's yeah. missing. It is, but they didn't expect Edelman to be fucking suspended for four That's weeks. That's the problem. He if he was suspended before, Amendola would be on the team still. It is a little shocking that this is the first time Edelman's been caught for steroids because he's been chewing on those fucking things for years. That guy is fucking ripped. He's huge. 100% has been taking steroids. You think he was really taking steroids? They don't even know what he was taking. 
Oh, it was a hundred percent steroids. Coming back from an ACL, like, makes you, sense. Makes the most sense that yeah. you would take steroids or something. Juice the fuck HGH. up. HGH. Get back at healthy as possible, and we'll go from there. Like yeah. who cares? I feel like that's pretty much what he said. Run and through a motherfucker face. He didn't think they were going to be this bad. I don't know what he did. Maybe. I hundred percent steroids. I just don't understand how you'd go from basically the same roster on defense, exchange a few pieces on offense from a fucking Super Bowl team, and look like a college team playing professionals I in the first three weeks. Losing Patricia, like he was, he was like, you have a new defensive coordinator with not the best talent and like but a and, solid team, but like. If you use everyone perfectly. So you have a head coach that's one of the greatest defensive minds in the NFL history. And a guy that Brian Flores was seen to be an upgrade from Patricia. People were think, thinking His that he was an upgrade. calling is. But getting the defense to play together, they still don't seem like they're playing together. No, they don't. And for all the talk preseason that this team was playing faster, learning the defensive calls faster, and playing better together, I haven't seen any of it. No. They do seem more aggressive, but a lot of times in the wrong ways. Like, they're aggressive and making mistakes. It's just... That's the problem. The whole... The run game is a weird one to... Like, the Patriots have never had a bad run defense. Ever. No. For as long as I remember. I don't ever remember them. And they just look terrible. And they have all the pieces there to be a good run defense. They have giants playing on the defensive line. The fucking Danny Shelton, you talk top fifteen pick or whatever, and three years ago, fucking five hundred pounds behemoth, and they had him on the sidelines when they're running up the they're running up the middle. He was sitting on the sidelines. I said, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point and why you got him. He's not there to rush the passer. It's still early, so it's like too early to overreact. But it's like if they go one and three, ugh. Then they lose have to, three straight. They have to go to Kansas City, right? No, they're home to Kansas City. If they lose three straight, they're going to lose four straight because Kansas City looks fucking like they can't lose right now. And it's classic. Why do they always make the the Pats play Kansas City in the first four weeks when they're Andy Reid can only coach for eight weeks? And yeah. then every he falls apart, turns completely. into a pumpkin. He's so bad in November, December. It's incredible. His teams fall apart because his. Everyone just adjusts to his offense. Yeah, and he doesn't adjust at all. Yeah. When they lost to the Giants, were one of the worst teams in football this year, and they got smoked by the Giants. It's yes, like, and then they lost to Tennessee at home in the playoffs. It, it, it's just, but yeah. Mahomes looks legit. He looks, and like I'll never stuff. say that a first-year quarterback is like could come in and beat the Patriots, but I don't know. That kid looks pretty fucking legit. So you're saying, I mean, could they possibly go one and four? I yes. They can go one and four. They can go one and no. They can't. I've, they're not going to Kansas City, so I'm confused. So after they play Miami, they play Indianapolis at home. Oh yeah, that it, these two games is going to define your season. You have to win both games. If you can't win these gimmies, which Miami's not Miami's a gimme, not a gimme, but, but it's home yeah. divisional game. Everyone's going to be fired up. The whole atmosphere is going to be, you know, nervous and excited. And want to push for the fucking Patriots to win. The whole every if you can't perform for that, I don't know what what yeah, we can do. Well, it's just a part of it is these soft fucking Gillette crowds, and I'm putting this on you, Tone. Don't put I'm it on putting me. It on section I'm two. loud as they get in 204. I'm putting it on section 204. I'm putting it on them right now. 204 gets lit. I'm just saying it's it. It's not the same as going, like, if you're in Kansas City or you're in one of these big stadiums who sell out consistently and the teams are always good, those teams are rocking. Pittsburgh's rocking. Philly's rock. Like, Gillette? Gillette gets loud, I'm telling you. It, it gets get- loud when it needs to get loud, yeah. but it's not always loud, especially in September. No, definitely not. I mean, it's when still a fucking looking- Cape Cod crowd out yeah, there. Exactly. And it's the guys who say, oh, I'm going to do one game. Yeah. I'm a fucking... Before it gets to, cold, I'll yeah. come out and go see the Patriots win. I'll and then, see, you know, I'll go root Tom on once. Yeah. That's it. I, I do one. It's like, get the fuck out of here with your fucking Chardonnay in the parking lot. That's How about it, that's that? That's like my dad. Loser. That's what my dad shows up for now. Um, it's exactly what it's like. But I'm when the team needs it, the fans produce. I'm telling you. The on to Cincinnati game... The team needed the yeah. fans to be into it, and they were into it. Well, this team needs 
Gillette Stadium to fucking feed them this Sunday. And I think that they're going to bring it because everyone's feeling the heat, the outside, the chatter. Yeah. It's going to be the same exact thing. I have a sixth sense for what, you know, I, you know, right now where I feel like it's different, the team doesn't feel the same. I have a weird sixth sense for knowing what a Gillette Stadium crowd's going to be like before the game. You're pretty hot on. And I know that it's going to be the Pat- they're going to be ready to fucking boo. I'm telling you, if the Patriots start slow on either side of the ball, if they take the ball and um want to receive and they go 3 and out, I think the fucking fans are going to boo. They need from to the boo. start. It's been it's been that bad. It has been, but I don't think they're going to give them two series. If they fucking 3 and out Series number one, I think that you're going to see some boos. And I think the same thing on defense. If you give up a third, um, you know, if you give up a third down, if you give up a long touchdown drive, I think you're going to see fucking boos in Gillette Stadium in the first quarter is what I think is going to happen. The Patriots need to come in and start fast this week. They need to go. Maybe that's it. I mean, they have, these have been both road games. So to be fair, it's a Sunday night game for Detroit, new coach against his old team. They fight up in Jacksonville. Was that's their biggest game of the year, including playoff games. But the Patriots didn't so, put up a fight, and this is the only problem. That's the they didn't part, put up the fight. Like, let's see what ha- I, I'm not. I want to see what happens this week, but I'm still again. I'm not until Edelman comes back. I'm I'm just not. They haven't put up a fight. It's the difference to lose two straight. Okay, you lost two straight. You could still if you won every game, you'd be fourteen and two. Big deal. But you don't put up a fight against either team. I mean, you get blown out. You're down multiple scores early. That's the other killer. It's like they can't even really get their offense going because you're down 14 nothing. You're down 14 nothing or 13 to nothing. Yeah. And then again though, both these games aren't there a couple plays from turning the other way. They had a chance to win both games. Yeah. So it's not I'm not saying it's not like what happened in like Minnesota got blown out by Buffalo, and you're sitting there going, "What the fuck?" Like that what game wasn't happened? even close. At all. That, they didn't have a chance to win eat that at all. Yeah, the Pats could have beat Jacksonville. They could have beat Detroit too. They, they blew it, but, but they they're killing themselves with yeah. things. Another not another unpatriot like. It's it's a lot of like them looking around the huddle saying like, "Who's gonna make the play?" And no one's stepping up on either side of the ball. So. No. It's hard to call any game a must-win this early, but this is truly a must-win game. They haven't been... I think this is the, the first time the Patriots have been two back in the division since 2002 or something like that. Jesus. They've, this is the first time they haven't been two back. So you lose to Miami. You're three back in the division. Three and a half, pretty and, much. Yeah, you're three and a half games back in the division because Miami's got to win head-to-head. So you're basically fucked. You have to win 10, 12 games. Yeah, but fuck Miami. Like, fuck them. They fucking... I just... They're just Miami. Like, that... Who's their coach? Adam that Gase. giant tight end fucking... No, that, guy, that guy's been long gone. Broiest bro of all time. That guy's been long gone. Who's Adam Gase? He's he's the guy. He was a, a Denver... He was a Denver offensive coordinator for Peyton Manning. Is he a nerd? Nerdy-looking Yeah, he's a nerdy-looking guy. guy. And Tannehill... I just, I've always thought Tannehill is a bum. Like, I just think he's, he's capable of having good games, though. He is. That's the, the problem with him is he can run. Yeah. That's the other thing that kills the Patriots. This fucking guy can fucking run. He's, like, a little better than fucking Bortles. Like, he's a shitty quarterback, though. He's not as close to as good as Flacco, is what I'm trying to say. And that's how bad he is. The Patriots are seven-point favorites in this game. Do they feel like seven-point favorites to you? No, this should be a two and a half point spread. Well, there were seven point home. favorites last week. They're home though. Yeah, that's a big factor. This, they, they, I just don't see them dropping this game at home. They have to win this game. They literally have. It's a must win. I, I don't, I don't. The first place Dolphins, you have to beat them. I don't peg them covering at all. But eh, no, I, I think it's going to be a fucking shit show down to the very end. Yeah, it seems like that, and. But the only problem is, again, you're sitting there saying, like, if it's a tight game at the end, you always think Brady's going to pull it out. That's kind of been their MO in the past fucking thousand years. Like if you Brady, give them the two-minute drill and the players are running the right plays. You, but that's the thing. I don't think Brady could necessarily pull his game out with these guys. 
with a two minute drill. It's, I don't think if it comes down they to fucked the end, it up in Detroit and they need to score to win. I just you're one week away from Edelman. How though. many catches it's, can fucking James White make on a, on one drive? He'll 12? throw to him every single time. He has to because he's the only guy who can fucking run a route and get open. Exactly. The uh, I it's. The Patriots going one and three is so hard for me to comprehend that it's blowing my mind. Like if they could, they could literally. It's borderline on the line of your team's going to make the playoffs at one and three. Like if you have, you never forget about going and winning a Super Bowl. You might not even make the playoffs at one and three. No, let's let's. I want to. That's what it is, though. I mean, what are the odds of a team making the playoffs at one and three? I'm sure there's they'll be like, it's not that drastic yet. It's I don't drastic. Think so. I think one and three is it, in this division: Buffalo, the Jets, and fucking Miami. Like, I'm, I don't know. Miami looks good. They're three and zero. Oh. They're running trick plays left and right, enjoying themselves, high fiving into the end zone. How's their uh, defense? Average, but average, so with the right. fucking Lions. Lions defense is probably not even average. Yeah, no, below average. I don't know. I just, I'm just saying, like, I don't think over the long haul they're really that. <sighs> over the long haul, the Dolphins are going to lose five I'm or six games saying... at least. So but think, yeah. the Patriots need to win this game, get their confidence back, get things this rolling in the right huge direction to get them back into the one seed spot. Because one right now... seed. You mean the the AFC East one seed? No, the one seed for the. The fucking... Oh, forget about that right now. I'm not even... Forget about the one... The home field th- advantage. Who else is going to take it? The one and two Steelers? The Chiefs, 3-0. and The Chiefs fucking suck. They will They're suck. They're the Chiefs. But they don't suck right like, now. I'm not worried about that fucking fat fucking... Lump. He's a, he will... Kool-Aid man they'll, idiot. They'll choke, but right now they're not choking. Right now, yeah, but that's it. Who else is out there? There's no one in the... The AFC South is Jacksonville. Jacksonville and Tennessee are good. And they're okay. And Houston's fine. They're all going to lose to each other. Yeah. They're all good enough to beat each other. The West has... The Chiefs. That's it. The Chargers are pretty good. Chargers' defense is not as good as it was last year. and There's there's really not many good teams. The Bengals look again. Are you worried about the Bengals? No. They're the Bengals. It's them and the Chiefs are the same team. The Patriots just, I can't go, they've lost two road games, two winnable road games. I can't have this be like another 2009 where they can, they win at home, but then they lose on the road. That's the, well, it feels like. That's where the toughness comes in. And those are, those are the teams that got beat up by like both. When they lost the Ravens at home in the divisional round. Yeah. That's what it feels like. that's what this team yeah, feels like. That's what this team feels exactly. A team that can't win on the road, that doesn't have the toughness. The to, defense isn't there. The offense is like fine, but it, yeah. nothing ever gets going. Like they'll it, win the games they're supposed to win, but lose. A, I don't know. I just, I don't think the rest of the NFL is that good. I don't think the Patriots are dominant, but I think they're good enough right now. They lost their way somehow, and they got to figure it out this week. I mean. The, the 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 Miami Dolphins kind of scare me because they've they've trying to build this culture that's like the Patriots. They sign Amendola and Bolden away. They're trying to create this team chemistry. They're having fun. They're high five, and it makes me nervous. Like teams like that make me nervous. Like that's like the Eagles were last year. They were like all this ridiculous team chemistry and um, you know moving around, partying, dancing to rappers, all this bullshit. It's just it's like a fucking. The Patriots can't match that intensity. They don't have. They don't have that. Just yeah, no. maybe Lane Johnson was right. The Patriots don't have any fun. Yeah, but they just win. Don't so they like, don't? Yeah, maybe they don't have any fun in win. September. Like, but nobody's having fun in December after ten weeks of football and your fucking body's destroyed. But you know what is fun is winning, and that's what they just keep doing later yeah. in the season. No football at the beginning is fun. Everyone's having fun. After eight weeks, when you have to be in the trainer's room for fucking eight straight weeks every single fucking day because you can't feel the left your left Ankles. shoulder or you fucking get taped up every day and you're like, you can't even go out to practice because it's miserable. That, no one's having fun doing that. Everyone can have fun Cold at the out. beginning of the year. As soon as things get real, 
fun goes out the window and winning is all that matters. And that's yeah. what they do. It's fucking football's it's fun. It's not that fun of a sport. Let's <laughs> it hurts. be real. Fucking hurts. Has anyone ever had fun playing football? Every time I played times. football, we were losing, so yeah. no. <laughs> I never enjoyed it. Um, I was miserable. Well, I played over 18 years. I hated every second of it. <laughs> um, I mean, this team is, hasn't exact. The Dolphins haven't exactly beat world beaters. We talked about it already. The Dolphins, the Jets. I mean, the Jets, the uh, Titans, and the Raiders. Yeah, I'm not. And the Raiders are struggling real bad. They're zero yeah. three. The Jets are one and two, two. and, and the t- Raiders, Texan, are, uh, Titans. I think one and two, two what? and one. Yeah, two and one, one. Yeah, I'm not impressed by any of those average teams. teams. But and the Titans' big win this week was Jacksonville played their Super Bowl. Week two. Then they play the Titans, the divisional team. Like, yeah, obviously the Titans are going to be up for that game, and Jackson was on the letdown. That was that was an easy fucking. The Patriots have to bring energy this game. Like I said, the the crowd has to be into it. Everyone That's needs to be fired thing. up. Yeah, it's it's it sucks because if this was like a Sunday night game, it would be so much more or a fucking lit. Yeah, anything. Someone would Monday night football would have been huge, but you know, given it's like a Sunday at one. It's going to be tough to get the energy going. I'll tell you this. Thank God they're not in Miami. Yes. If they were in Miami, Miami. this would be like, holy shit, how the fuck are they going to win this game? It would be. It was probably going to be 85. It would be hot. But this game is going to be 65. The leaves are going to be changing a little bit. New England style. Broadcast. A New England style. Yeah. Fall game. People That's what we be, need. I think people are going to be jacked up. It's going to be a beautiful day to be at the game. They're going to get hammered. I think they. And everyone's feeling it. Everyone's thinking the same thing. Like the offense to has to be less predictable. Fucking Josh McDaniels needs to scheme up a game. He, he has re- to. Yeah, he has to win a game. He he has to win the game without Brady helping him. He's gonna fucking make plays. Yeah. He's gonna scheme these wide receivers open. They can't get open on their own. And He's gotta draw up plays to get these guys open in the dirt if he has to. And this is what other teams do like to the whole year. The Pats try to put this off till the end of the year, but you can have your coaches win games early. The Pats don't really do that. They wait to use their trick plays late. They w- start using some fucking trick plays. Start making do something silly. Win, punt, fake a punt to win a fucking game, even though it's only September. Because you kind of need to win a fucking game. Lord knows you punt enough. Fake one of them. I don't know. This is it. This is it for them. If they don't win this game, I have the expectations have to be lowered for this team. If they lose at home to Miami. They go one and three. The expectations have to be drastically lowered for this team. You want to you want to start talking about hoping they make a wild card spot at that point. Are you crazy? I'm not crazy. I think they can go one and five and make a wild card spot. No, there's no way. They'd have to win out, and they have not, they have a tough schedule. They got the Vikings, the Packers, the Bears look good. They have the Steelers. The on AFC, the, road. the NFC North is probably the toughest division to play. If you had to play the entire division, division, they have to be because who's bad in that division? Nobody. Browns. What do you mean? No, the NFC North. Oh, NFC North. Yeah. So the yes, it's tough. And, and then the that might be the second hardest is yeah. the NFC. So who is the other one they're playing this year? They're playing the oh the AFC South, South. which is also everyone is kind of good. Yes. The Titans are good. The Colts are pretty good. They're not great, but they're fine. Decent. With luck, they're a lot better. And Jacksonville and Houston are all good. So they do have a really shitty schedule this year. It's going to be tough, and they don't have the team. I don't know if they have the team to fight it off. We're going to have to figure it out. We'll, so we're gonna, we'll find out together, friends, uh, yeah, this this coming Sunday when they play the Miami. Um, I feel like the Patriots are going to show up. I don't care. I'm going to say it. They're going to show up. They're going to fucking bring energy. I'm bringing my energy in Section 204. The boys are going to be ready to go. The boys got to come ready to go. They're going to unleash Josh Gordon. He's going to be running down the field like a maniac. I feel like they don't have any choice. Yes, they really don't have any. They should have played him last week. I don't give a fuck if he knew. I think it was him. If he knew as much about the offense as I did, he should have been out there running routes. He doesn't. Yeah, he can run what he needs to run to get open in. He could be the guy who could run a sideline route. Sideline routes are the easiest. You could run two routes, a fucking uh, fade, and you can run a sideline, and that's it, and just figure out how to confuse the guy. And he's athletic enough to do that. So, The Dolphins shut down the Patriots in Miami last year. Cooks couldn't even get off that kid, Xavier and Howard. They were like stuck together like glue. 
Um, we'll find out how it goes this week. I think the Patriots are going to win 28-17. I'm going to put all my eggs in the Tom Brady basket. Oh, uh, that a boy. I sh- think they're going to show up this week. I'm at 25-24 to 24 Patriots. Oh, wow. That's where Tom I'm Tom Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that. Uh, so, anyway... Um, I was a little too fired up this week. Didn't get to a lot of you, uh, friend comments. I got a lot of emails this week. Malcolm go podcast at gmail.com. And telling the people look to you for guidance. They do. They ask a lot of questions and I, I often get back to them on, uh, Malcolm go podcast at gmail.com. And of course at Brady disciple and at Malcolm go pod on Twitter. Also, you can follow the, very infrequent posting of Malcolm Go podcast on Instagram. Uh, it's mainly uh, toned nude shots, but they're they're uh, very graceful. impressive, very graceful impressive nude shots. Um, so anyway, until next week, let us pray and hope that the Patriots come out on top this week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Go Sachems. Go, go Pats. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. 78 months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Matt the